welcome to a toast to rom-coms this is new microphone edition what new I'm, microphone for marie not allison yeah bernard got me a really nice one for mother's day and i can like hear myself speak now and there's like some fancy buttons on this other side that i don't know what they do oh that'll be a fun experiment for later for later i know i just <laughs> tried to turn the knob and it didn't turn so <laughs> but it also seems super sensitive so i can hear myself breathe <sighs> okay well i couldn't hear you breathe before you did that <laughs> okay <laughs> So I just won't do that. Yeah, yes, please don't. But what's nice about this is now that now I have two microphones here. So you'll just have to bring a cord instead of hauling. <gasps> That's amazing. Right? That's so like, I'm so pumped about that. Yeah. All you need is a cord and the mixing board. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners, I'm Allison. And I'm Marie. What's up? And we are not going to talk about my new microphone this whole podcast. That's right. Why don't Why don't you tell them what we will be listening to? What they will be listening to? Well, before I do that, I would just like to say how great you look right now. Oh, thank you. That's really nice Eyeliner of you. Eyeliner looks good. Hair. I'm going, Very cute. I'm going shopping after this, which is why I've put effort into my look. So it's going to be an interesting time shopping after these drinks. That's right. Could lead to more purchases. Could lead to... I hope so. I was going to say could lead to lower self-esteem. Who knows? That's not good. You really never know. You're you're like one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum when you're drunk. Well, keep me posted. (laughs) Will do. But I will say, um, what since we're getting into the drink now, this drink that we're doing today, we're we're going to talk about Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, um, another teen rom com. The drink we paired with it is not very alcohol heavy, unlike our past couple. So maybe it won't be too bad. No, it seems like I mean I haven't tried it yet, but it seems like it's going to be very refreshing and light. Mm-hmm. I agree. Although, oh, okay. Anyway, so let let's get to those movie facts so we can start drinking. Quicker it gets in the system, the quicker you can get rid of it. <laughs> Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging came out in two thousand eight. Um, coming in at a one hour and forty minutes. Um, <laughs> stars Georgia Groom, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Karen Taylor. Alan Davies, and Eleanor Tomlinson. And um, the cat isn't... Oh, Benny! Benny plays Angus the cat. He looks more like an Angus to me. I agree. (laughs) It was written by Gurinder Chada and written by her as well. And um, along with Paul Mayetta Burgess... Will McRobb, Chris Viscardi. Wow, there's like a lot of people writing this. And it's based on the book by Louise Renison. Okay, so 
the drink that we're doing today, it's called a kitten fizz because the the main character's cat features prominently in this movie. Loved it. This morning, Marie woke up to five cat-themed drink recipes. <laughs> Which worked out well because I went by the summary on IMDb just so we could plan out ingredients and whatnot without having watched the movie. And it talked about this girl and how she writes in a diary. So I picked a diary-themed drink, but hello. There was no diary featured in this movie. Maybe it has to do with the book instead. Yeah, possibly. Definitely no diary. So this drink is from the Tito's Vodka website. So Tito's Vodka, um, elderflower liqueur, simple syrup, sparkling water, and some muddled raspberries. Very summery. Very summery. I um, didn't have raspberries because I picked this last night at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use Chambord just like through in a splash. We'll, mm-hmm. s- we'll see. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. It is very light and refreshing. Oh, definitely. We'll be adding this to the summer drink repertoire. Now the, the one thing that I did was my simple syrup came out a little too quickly. So I have... <laughs> So mine is a little too sugary, but I'll be remedying that next drink. Okay. I do really like this. Yeah, me too. I'd be interested to see just the Chambord, like instead of the muddled raspberries, if it's stronger or what. I bet the flavor is better with the muddled raspberries person. Like I I probably, but think of what would happen if you threw in some mint Mm. or you could change up the raspberries to cucumber. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I feel like this is very versatile because elderflower is pretty versatile. So you can kind of probably throw in whatever fruit you want mm-hmm. or vegetable. Cucumber, I think, is a vegetable because it grows in the ground, not on a bush. Is that the distinguishing? I thought it was where the seeds were. And since cucumber has seeds on the inside, like a tomato, wouldn't that make it a fruit? No. Well, then what the hell? Because strawberries have seeds on the outside. But strawberry, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) I got no rebuttal. (laughs) Because then pumpkins would be a fruit. I think they are. Uh, Aren't all squashes fruit? Gardeners, email us, toastforomcoms at gmail.com. I can't wait that long. I'm Googling it. (laughs) I do want to get a picture of this drink with my personal Angus who's sleeping in her cat bed. Cucumber is usually considered a vegetable because of how it's used in the culinary world. However, as it grows from flowers and contains seeds, it's botanically a fruit. So carrots for sure a vegetable. No seeds. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I just found out recently that corn is considered a grain, and my mind is blown. Thought it was a vegetable. Yeah, this is really like I I, I'm my I'm spiraling because now I'm thinking of like broccoli and cauliflower. They grow. I guess no, those are vegetables. Mm -hmm. (sighs) This is tough. 
But it seems like there's a lot less vegetables now than fruit. Yes. So. Makes it easier to like fruit more. The more you know. (laughs) I like your arm gesture like a rainbow. And right as it finished, my kids started screaming. Nice. So why don't you go ahead and give us a summary of this movie? So this movie is about adolescence. Um, It's about Georgia, who's a 14-year-old girl who's kind of, I don't want to say she's a nerd, but she's likes boys, doesn't really know how to get one, you know, has a crush on guys, and she's inexperienced. So it's basically mm. about her, her adolescence, her friends, and her having this crush on this guy and trying to get a boyfriend. This is my first time watching this movie. Same. And I gotta say, I did not like Georgia. Oh, no. Really? I thought she was incredibly selfish. She's 14! I thought she was a dick to her friends. Oh, my God. I thought her friends were... I thought Jazz was a dick to her. (laughs) Wow. No, I saw it completely the opposite. I saw Georgia is only talking about herself, only caring about what's in her best interest and not wanting to hear about Jazz and Jazz's relationship and taking advantage of Jazz being boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend with Tom. Oh, yeah. Completely opposite. Interesting. I guess I can see both sides, but in my head the whole time I was like, well, they're both 14, so they're both going to be assholes. And that makes sense, too. But Georgia did come around at the end because she wanted what was best for her family. And that was really sweet. Yeah. So unbelievability in this movie was, I mean, I saw some things. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot, though. It's more of the nitpicky. Mm-hmm. So do you want to kick us off and tell us your first one? So my first one is actually a believability. Ah, interesting. So I really liked how the parents were like, you're not having your birthday party in a club. That's ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, these are like involved normal parents who don't want to spend ridiculous amounts of money on this ridiculous party. And it's appropriate. (laughs) I was wondering if that's like a cultural thing because those parties looked crazy. And I couldn't tell, were they 16th birthday parties? Did we ever? Oh, maybe it was. Maybe she wasn't 14. Maybe she was 15. Yeah, because to do that for 15th or 16th, but I couldn't get the whole club. Like, I guess if you run out of club, there's not necessarily going to be drinking there, but legal drinking age in England is 18, right? I don't 
actually know. <laughs> because having these parties at clubs wouldn't make sense if it's 18. Like, what's the point? I guess just a cool venue. Because otherwise, why do you care? You can't drink. I guess there's a good dance floor. You're right. It's 18. I think you're right, though. I think it's about the venue and, like, the DJ and the dancing. With the Ooh. stiff Dylans. What a weird name. <laughs> um, that was one of my unbelievabilities. Like, I'm not saying that kids in high school can't have a good band or anything. But, but the one venue they went to when Georgia was out with Laughing Tom. <laughs> David the Laugh. So close. So close. David the Laugh. That was like a crazy concert. There was hundreds of people there that they had a bar and everyone was allowed in. I don't know the rules in England, but... It just seemed way beyond what a high school band would have. I, yes, for sure. I didn't think their songs were particularly good. I was shocked at how many, or at them being able to book that venue. What did you think? I thought the song they played at that venue, I thought it was a real song that they were like pretending was theirs. Oh. I didn't care for it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I liked it. Oh, no. What is happening? No. We can't agree on anything. No, the one at towards the end of the movie. Ultraviolet. Like, yeah, no. But again, is that actually a real song? <laughs> I don't know. Something we'll have to figure out. The opening scene, I couldn't decide if that was believable or not. Like, I could see the showing up at this party with a horrible con costume and people are making fun of you. I didn't believe that her three friends who were supposed to dress thematically with her didn't tell her they weren't going to dress thematically. That made me so upset. And I think I might have held that against them for a long time. I was upset about that wall and it was a total dick move. But then I saw the way she kind of treated them. At least two out of the three, the really, really blonde one with the boyfriend at the beginning. She was kind of like on the outskirts to me for the majority of the movie. And she didn't seem to treat her like a dick. But Elle and Jazz, she did. Elle seemed a little ditzy to me. Like, she didn't know anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and she also had a big mouth and always seemed to say the wrong thing. So that didn't bother me. But Jazz and Georgia definitely need to grow up. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way to put it. But, damn, that physical attractiveness test was hurtful. I can't believe that that was an actual thing that they did. I guess I find it believable, but at the same time, I would never, ever, 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 ever do that with my friends. I 
the only way to complete that is not be honest. Exactly. I felt so sad whenever Georgia got hers back and she had a four for her nose. Yeah. And she obviously didn't expect it either. And a six and a third on her mouth. (laughs) A third. A third. So in that way, because it was jazz, like that's a dick move. There's definitely competitiveness between the two. I was just going to say, are they more frenemies than friends? I don't know. Because, so, uh, I guess we'll get to it in chemistry. I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. My next unbelievability had to go when they see Tom and Robbie for the first time and they start following them with binoculars. I didn't think the following them and spying on them was crazy until they brought out the fucking binoculars. I mean, what teenage girls don't like kind of follow their crushes around the school or wherever. Oh, like, oh, they're going to be at the mall. We're going to be at the mall too and just walk around until you find them. Right. But the binoculars. And then not only that, they're in the same school uniform. In this town, the only people in uniform following them with binoculars. And they're not, like, super far back. Like, they're probably 20 feet away. (laughs) But they're not doing CIA-level intelligence here. (laughs) They don't have, like, the sound thing, you know, from a distance. (laughs) They're not in, like, a van. (laughs) Uh Um, To go off of that... The spying on Lindsay. I was uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable that they showed the thong and this teenager's butt. And then they did the same with Jazz. I hated it. It was cringy to say the least. Like I felt pervy watching it. Yes. Absolutely. Like, they should have been arrested for looking in her window while she's changing. That being said, I think that's, like, the only, well, there were some negative connotations to being a lesbian, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. Because I will say, because I don't think we did say, I loved this movie. I was okay with it. I laughed a lot. Oh, really? Yes. And it wasn't just about Angus and the girl and the, and the little daughter, (laughs) but that helped (laughs) when the dad goes, it's like he's in Brokeback Mountain. Stop dressing him up. (laughs) Cause she's dressed as an Indian and the cat's dressed as a cowboy. (laughs) I did think that was hilarious. Oh, poor Angus. But as a cat, if he didn't want to be doing that, he wouldn't have let her do that. That's a good point. You can do it to a dog when they don't want you to do it to them, but you can't do it to a cat when they don't want it without significant scratches and biting. (laughs) Sounds like you're experienced in this matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I may have I may have done things <laughs> and paid the consequences. <laughs> and paid the price. 
My hand scars and arm scars will show you. Um, okay. So after that, Jazz and Georgia end up in the organic store that the boy's mom. Okay, fine. Believable. But then the mom comes in and announces that apples make Georgia fart. I'm so glad that you said that because that was on my unbelievability too. I'm like, I don't care how flighty of a person you might be. What what person's going to say that out loud? No one. Not in public. Exactly. And then to have... um. Like, later on in the movie, she said something to Georgia, like, I can tell a total fitty when I see one. Well, but earlier, you didn't recognize that. So was that character development or was that like a lack of continuity from the I think film? the latter. I think it was Same. a lack of continuity. Yeah. What do you get? So this is a question. How do we feel about the kissing teacher, Peter? In terms of believability? Yeah. I thought not believable at all. And I need to know more. Like, did they pay? Is he just getting more and more experience out of this? Like, what's the deal? No, I think they paid. Didn't someone hand him money on the way in? I can't remember. I think I think that he got paid because they were there for 30 minutes. How does one like get into that in high school? And it's not like he had a they said he has the reputation of a ladies man or whatever. But he didn't really seem like it Mm-mm. in the movie. Mm-mm. He had like three girls as friends. Yeah. And I found it really kind of crazy that he had a poster of Hugh Grant on his wall. Like, is that his idol? I thought it was to help girls get in the mood to kiss. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, everything was geared towards setting the mood. Got it, got it, got it. Because I was like, oh, maybe it's just like this... British boys like idol in life. You <laughs> <Hugh> grant. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I also thought it was crazy that after the um, shit, what was her name? L. The other, the fourth friend who was like a little ditzy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of shocking that she was the next appointment and they all just left. Like they didn't wait for her. Like they waited for <laughs> Georgia. They just fucking left. They. They seem to take advantage of Elle a little bit. Like when Georgia went to to her dad's work, the little sister was with Elle on a bus and they just drove away and left Georgia there. Was wondering who the little sister went with because couldn't tell. (laughs) Yeah, it was Elle. Honestly, from far away, I thought it was Jim, like the the builder guy or Jeff, whatever his name was. Jim gem okay and i was like is that a man i can't see (laughs) nope teenage girl of a different race (laughs) um what's your next what you got what you got 
the when they were looking for the cat, so they fake Angus going missing because Robbie loves cats, and Georgia wanted to prove how real of a person she is. So why wouldn't you stage your cat going missing, make a fake poster, and then come all fake sad to the organic store and guilt him into coming to look for your cat with you? Anyway, she did a terrible job acting. She did. Hence, my next unbelievability, while this whole scene is happening, they thought nothing of doing the this elaborate air guitar on top of a boat by the ocean while she's devastated looking for a missing cat. And he didn't think anything of it. That was a big problem for me, too. And then he, whenever they do find the cat, he was like, this was fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> and then, obviously... Well, maybe not obviously. I was fucking worried about Angus. I was like, what if they pretend to lose him and he actually gets lost? Mm-hmm. Well, was, that almost went, that almost happened. Poor Angus. Mm-hmm. He was so grumpy looking. I know. He's one of those cats that's so ugly he's cute. Like a, like an English bulldog. Okay. Like, yeah. He reminded me of Grumpy Cat a little bit. Oh, yeah. I got like Crookshank vibes from him too a little bit. Like, oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Just different colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept saying poor Angus <laughs> like, the whole time. But like I said, with like the dress up, you know, if he didn't want to do that, he wouldn't. I like that he was on a leash. I actually had my cat on the leash today because both animals are very devastated about not being able to hang out on the deck. Part of me Mm. thinks that's why Millie has diarrhea. It's not some kind of intestinal bacteria that we got antibiotics for, but I think it's anxiety. Oh, she gets the nervous poops just like us. I know. (laughs) I really, we had like a half successful poop yesterday. It was bookended by diarrhea, but the middle was normal. There you go. Um, but no, I legit think like as soon as the deck is done, she's just going to have normal poops again because she's so upset. Like every time I go to let her out of the garage, she like sits by the sliding glass door for the deck and is like, nope, that's not where we go. Oh, poor girl. I know. Life is disrupted. I know. And the cat keeps sitting by the sliding glass door too. like, let me out. So we went out on the front porch and somebody was overwhelmed by cars. (laughs) she gets like real low to the ground when she's scared and like her pupils just become thin lines she's like and then she was doing like a soft pathetic until she saw bugs and then she was fine (laughs) comfort comfort animal (laughs) yeah yeah so she was on a leash long story short she was on a leash today but i angus seemed like a really good walker yeah, he did. I, you know, the girls in this movie were also good walkers. They were always in the middle of the street and there were never any cars coming. Also kissers. <laughs> Kissing in the middle of the street with no cars coming. I couldn't get over that. And I know you're probably not supposed to notice it. It's not London, but it's still a fairly urban area to just be walking down the middle of the street. 
Yeah, and there's sidewalks. <laughs> like, just fucking use the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. It's harder to get the camera crew up there, though. <laughs> um, something I did find believable, another thing. I feel like they really depicted the woes of a teenager so well. Like, I felt that in me. Like, damn, it was so hard to be a teenager because this is just how you feel all the time. And the, all the dissecting of what did he say? How did he say it? What word did he emphasize? I can remember doing all of that. Like, what did he mean by see you later? What did he? Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, this is super believable. Like, mm -hmm. even into my 20s, I was doing that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, so was I. I mean, now I don't do it because I know that whenever James is like, says something like, that's just what he means. <laughs> There's no <laughs> hidden meaning. <laughs> Which is really like a good clue to go by. <laughs> yeah. They just say what they mean. They just say what they mean. There's no hidden context like there is with a lot of women. <laughs> mm -hmm. <sighs> what you got? I, how did you feel about that scene at the party where Peter cornered her, got and got her in the bushes? Hated like, it. Hated it. Do you think it, it was believable? I had a hard time with that as well. And that was on my list to ask you. My gut says yes. But after that, my respect for Peter went way, 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 way down because my next note is Peter is a dog. That's so embarrassing. You had respect for Peter? I mean, I didn't think he was a terrible shithead. <laughs> because okay. obviously girls want to know and it seems like he has some kind of privacy deal. Yeah, like none of the rumors would get around and no one made fun of. Like I was expecting everyone to know that Georgia was there kissing Peter. Mm -hmm, but nobody did. Mm -hmm. But they found out that she told Peter she was a lesbian. Also not necessary. He wasn't taking no. I mean, I agree and I think it's wrong, but he wasn't taking no for an answer. And it was gross. But she never just came out and said, I don't like you. That's true. I did feel bad for Dave the laugh, though. Oh, so did I. She was a bitch to him. Yeah. And she, like, didn't realize it. But obviously, like, they were setting up that he had interest in her whenever he was passing her notes in the library and stuff. Mm-hmm. As soon as they introduced him, like with the farts and fire thing in the beginning, I was like, yep, that guy's going to come back. Oh, good call. Yeah. I thought I actually figured out she was figured she was going to end up with him. I didn't expect Georgia to be such a, um, such a player. I know. Right. Yeah. She got after it successfully. She did. I think I might have one more unbelievability left. I have one as well, maybe two. I no, I have three. Okay, then you go. 
All right. Um, I thought after the whole Peter thing with the bushes, she was very comfortable, like getting in touch with Robbie, meeting him and like explaining to him what happened. And I thought that was way more mature than her age. That's a really good point and true because she was such a spaz. Mm-hmm. There's no way that that would have yeah, happened. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Another way she took advantage of her relationship with Jess. <laughs> <sighs> but would Jazz have ever gotten Tom if they didn't have the plan to go to the store? And uh-huh. the Angus plan. Touche. Touche. So, my final unbelievability is the surprise party at the end. Was it amazing? Yes. Was it the best ending ever? Yes. Was it believable? No. (laughs) In so many ways. So many ways. Oh, I mean, the largest way was that Lindsay came and crashed the party and did this weird announcement thing in front of everyone who chose not to go to her party but went to George's party. So obviously you're just further alienating everyone there by talking about how bad Georgia is. The boob cup thing coming back was amazing. I was hoping that was going to make a comeback. But could you... Did you find it believable that someone like stuck their hands in there and grabbed them out? No. Mm-hmm. I Same, didn't. But it was great. Yeah. And Dave the laugh. I laughed so fucking hard whenever they were on that pretend date and they were talking like Georgia just goes, What do you notice first in a girl? And he was like, you know, most people say the eyes, but I'm an honest guy and I noticed the nunga nungas. And she was like, What? He was like, you know, and he makes like the boob like gesture and he's like that's the sound that they make whenever you pull them and they go back nunga 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 and i was like that's not a thing (laughs) no not a thing at all but i laughed so hard it was so funny and stupid Uh, and i love that that came back at the end too did it come back at the end? Yeah, because he caught the booby cups and he went, Nunga, Nunga. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. He caught the boob cups. Good for him. How about Georgia doing all the setups at the end of the movie? I mean, they had to to like make it a complete happy ending. But pretty unbelievable. Because wasn't okay. one of Peter's setups like one of his friends <laughs> that was always with yeah. him? Yeah. And then Dave the Laugh and Al, right? They were making out by the end of the night. Mm hmm. I think that's all I got. Oh, no. The last one is backed up a little bit. The shin kick between Georgia and Lindsay. I thought that was dumb and unbelievable. It was a shin kick. But was it as unbelievable as Jazz faking a limp at the end of the day? <laughs> that was hilarious it was really funny <laughs> Lindsay was helping her out <laughs> she couldn't walk on her own it's a shin kick come the fuck on yeah you can walk normal I also want to throw out there and I'm sure it happens 
But they were playing field hockey when we found out that Jazz was wearing a thong. And I was like, do you really want to wear a thong on your field hockey days? Seems rather uncomfortable. No, I, there are people who just wear thongs all the time. Mm, It's not for me. I went through that period in my life, but now not for me either. (laughs) I like a comfortable brief. Full coverage, baby. Full coverage equals less wedgies. I love me undies. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But should be. Absolutely. Um, obstacles to these guys being together. Lindsay? Yeah, he's in another relationship. Her lying, I think, and yeah. manipulating people. But I will say, does she even realize that she's manipulating people because she's 14? No, she thinks she's doing the right thing. Exactly. And she wouldn't have even talked to him if she didn't do these elaborate schemes. What other movie were we talking about, like... It's an obstacle to them being together, but it also, oh, 10 things I hate about you. Heath Ledger was taking the money and bribes to go out with Kat. Same with she's all that. Mm-hmm. Would they have ever gotten together if that didn't happen? And the answer for like for all of these is no. So do the end justify the means? If you can get over the beginning, then yes. But that's what do you what- mean if you can get over the beginning? Like, if you can get over that, that's how your relationship started. Okay. Then yes. Like, if you're not, like, holding that in you and being, like, every fight, well, you did this, so, meh. (laughs) Could you? No. Okay. Good to know. Could you? I think so. I mean, if it was Heath Ledger, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, normie people, no. non-celebrities no no new drink yeah are we done with obstacles i think so okay cool yeah new drink so chemistry chemistry i would first like to say that i thought robbie was really cute same do you know who he was no I didn't, I watched this last night at one in the morning and I didn't look at any facts. Cause I was like, man, this guy's really cute. Yeah. And I looked at his IMDb picture and it looked completely different. So it's like, fuck, what's this guy been in? He's kick ass. I never watched it. Oh, okay. wait, is that the dude? Is he, hang on. I want to say, I mean, obviously I would edit he it out. He was also in Godzilla. Was he in um, Avengers? Was he Wanda's? Yeah, he Pietro. <gasps> Pietro. Yes. What happened? I mean, he's still good looking, but like totally different. Bring back the Justin Bieber style hair. And he is also, well, I'd be interested to know, um, Alice was talking about that Tenet movie. Oh, yeah. And he's in that too. That Guys, if you haven't, look at the summary of Tenet T E N E on IMDb. It's a trip. 
Oh, wait. He's in The Outlaw King. It, that's the Netflix one with Christopher Pine. And Timothy Chalamet, isn't it? You mean... And isn't, and isn't um, Robert Pattinson in that, too? Or are we talking about two different ones? That's two different ones. I know what you're talking about, but it's two different ones. I can't fucking believe that this is Pietro Maximoff. I never would have guessed in a million years. I can see it now that I know, but I wouldn't have thought it. I I think it's night and day. I seriously, I can't. I can't get over it. So, yeah. What? That was crazy. How? I I see a big glare from your window. (laughs) It's the it's just a still of Robbie and I don't get it, Marie. I don't get it. Look at there are some crazy pictures of him where he does not look like the same person. The ones in the Outlaw King. Mhm. Like even the nose and bone structure, they just look completely different. Maybe he's gotten his nose broken a few times. I I guess it's possible. I do want to watch the Outlaw King. It's on my list. Why? It has Chris Pine in it. Oh, I didn't realize you were that big of a fan. Oh, I love Chris Pine. Hmm. I think he's a good dude. No, I mean, I have nothing against Chris Pine. I also, because he was in Nocturnal Animals too. I've also wanted to watch Nocturnal Animals. And I know it's one of those movies that you watch once and you never watch again. Mm-hmm. But I still want to watch it. I've been watching I- a lot of those. I've seen I've seen that on a couple lists, but like BuzzFeed lists recently. I don't know what it's about though. I think it's about like a journalist, like a crazy journalist, like going to crime scenes and stuff. No, that's Nightcrawler. Damn it, you're right. I watched that one. Was that good? I thought it was boring. Good to know. That's how I felt about um fucking um Zodiac, the one with um, oh, it was so boring. It was so oh boring. My God. But so and many, so long. Oh my god, it was like two and a half hours, and so many people love it, and they're like, "Oh, it's such a good movie, so underrated." And I'm like, "No." Yeah, they were talking about that scene where he goes into the basement. Like there was so much tension. I was like, "Really?" I didn't feel it. I was just hoping he was gonna die so the movie would end. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> also, promising young woman. Was a move that was a movie that was on that list mm-hmm. that I want to watch. So, yeah, I got a lot of things to watch. So, what are we thinking about chemistry? Sorry, um, that's all right. I liked the chemistry between Robbie and Georgia. So did I. And I, go ahead. Sorry. No, I I thought it was good because he helped her character development. I don't know necessarily if she helped his um, or if he was already a good dude. Like, I could see it both ways, but he definitely helped her. I got so sad whenever they, like, obviously... I was really happy when they kissed, but then whenever he was like, I got to sort some things out, I'll call you and then never called. I got really sad for her because 
He was the person who caused her whole spiral. And then the men are from Mars, women are from Venus, the whole rubber band thing. I I I forgive Georgia a lot for these things because she's 14. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know what any of this means. And that fucking Dave the Laugh thing worked because I could feel um, Robbie's jealousy and all of those stares and everything. That added to the chemistry for me. But it was just the whole treating Dave the Laugh that way. I know. I I know. I agree too. But uh, you're right. It it did work. All of her shenanigans worked. <laughs> like so one would say is she really going to learn anything <laughs> because every crazy thing she does works. I think it fell apart for her so much that yes. <laughs> that talk that they had while she was picking up garbage in the rain that was sad. <laughs> it was harsh. Yeah. It is the getting knocked down that she needed, though. I loved the pool scene. Oh, it was so cute. I I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Bernard was like, what? What's up with the towel? And I was like, I think she has pubes sticking out of her baby. That's what I thought, too. I was like, did she not shave her legs? Like, what's happening? And then it was just bad self-tanner, which is, I didn't think it was a big deal. I definitely would have stared at it if somebody was at the pool like that. I would have been like, oh, poor thing. (laughs) Yeah. But it worked for her. It helped her. It did. And it's, I do think she learned the lesson that just be yourself at the end. Like, you don't have to strive to be perfect. Like, whenever she was going to dye her hair... And she did the test strand, which was also really funny. And I thought that played into chemistry, too. How it fell out in his hand. Yeah. Robbie went to, like, kiss her. And he was, like, putting his hand in her hair. And she had bleached some of her hair. And it fell out. (laughs) Because she's just a weird girl. And it's charming. Yeah. Endearing. Well, it goes to... It goes to personality i think too they connected more than him and Lindsay did Lindsay was just a pretty face mm-hmm. well she was mean too like from the start you could tell robbie and tom were good people and Lindsay wasn't she was making fun of her when she was a stuffed olive it's such a good costume it was that took effort it was so good. And I the, did laugh when she was running down the street. Man. Me too. She ran for so long. And it was like just, it was almost like a cartoon. Like you just see her little <laughs> legs going and her arms flapping. <laughs> uh, I thought that whenever they kissed in the pool that it was a daydream. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought like in a second they were going to be like, She snapped out of daydreaming whenever he was like, Georgia, Georgia. No, but they really kissed. Yeah, they did. I I agree with the whole he didn't call thing. It took him longer to get sorted out than one might hope. And I'm not blaming him again. He's a year older than her. He doesn't know what the hell is going on either. Right. 
but maybe if he could have passed her a note or had Dave the laugh talk to her or talk to her himself, like that would have helped her feel mm-hmm. more comfortable waiting and she wouldn't have um, gone to the lengths that she did. Yeah. How about the, did you notice his t-shirt at the party? Did I notice his t-shirt at the party? I thought that was super cute. Angus rocks. I thought it was amazing. I don't know if you can see this. But in all caps, I wrote. (laughs) Oh, I can see that. Oh, my God. That shirt is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Angus rocks. Yeah. I want a shirt like that. I have a shirt. It doesn't say Millie rocks, but I do have a shirt with Millie's face on it. I don't think I've ever seen that. You had to have. Because I put it on Millie once. So Millie was just like wearing a picture of herself. (laughs) It's very meta. <laughs> yeah, dogception. <laughs> I'll post it on Instagram because it's really cute. <laughs> I did like the line that Georgia said, I already feel fed up with boys and I haven't had anything to do with them. Relatable. So relatable, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. At that age, hadn't kissed a boy either. And I was also a couple years away from ever doing it. uh same what do you think about the mom's chemistry or the family chemistry I was actually blown away whenever the hot decorator guy turned out to be gay I did not see that coming I I there had to have been something else because it was just It was too much, like him staying there over for dinner. I thought that was weird. Maybe not staying over for dinner, but him making dinner. I thought that was bizarre. The dance lessons, okay, whatever. But I I don't know. I just thought there had to be something more to the story than him coming to decorate. But you can see how Georgia would be upset because... Oh, yeah. I didn't understand what was going on. Obviously, she's not going to understand what's going on. But I can't, like that mom needed to put those boobs away. I cringed whenever her thong was out of her pants. It was a weird thong, too. Too much. Very frilly. Mm-mm, not my thing. Mm-mm. But yeah, her boobs were always out. I wouldn't have been thrilled if I saw that all the time. Uh-huh. And it was very different than how I thought Georgia dressed really cute. I thought Georgia and Jazz dressed really cute. Very age appropriate. Mm-hmm. I could really feel the 2008 vibes coming from this movie. The short skirts and like the tights underneath with some boots. Yeah. The bangs that all the girls had. Like they were like a little emo. Definitely like straightened just so covering mm-hmm. the eye. Yeah. And I think the other thing, Georgia and Jazz, we just have that debate. Who was more wrong? I think they're both equally wrong. And this is what I wrote down earlier. So they're both out of sync. Okay. So 
they're both talking, but they're both they're both talking about just each other. Jazz only talks about Tom. Mm. So I think they're both at fault because Georgia only talks about Robbie and can you do this? Can you do that? But then Jazz responds with just a, a fact about her and Tom. And also her big mouth was a problem. That was a problem. That was upsetting to me. And that's why I felt a lot of sympathy for Georgia. I did think it was how she was talking. She told about the rubber band or the elastic band. I thought that was a, I thought that was a dick move. I saw it more as retaliation for Mm -hmm. consistently using her. And then being like, oh, well, she doesn't think that you're good enough for me to Tom. Like, come on. And I, I honestly didn't understand where that statement even came from. It was just anger. Anger and jealousy, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that she made up for it because obviously she felt bad. But who, Georgia or Jazz? Jazz. Mm-hmm. With like the party and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what did Georgia do to make up for it? I don't know. I guess nothing. Yeah. She just tried to help her mom and her family. Mm-hmm. But that was really cute. I got a little choked up whenever she was talking to that secretary. <laughs> that was rough. And then I was like, oh, my God, she's going to get her dad like a demotion. I know. I, know. I was worried about that, too. Uh, but I did like the mom and the dad. And then the beginning, you could clearly see that they were in love. Did you think their kissing was too much? I did. Okay, I did, too. Yeah, I thought it was too intense. I think kissing's fine, and it's good for your kids to see affection, Mm -hmm. but just that overly affectionate, I thought that was bad. I thought I was a little sad that the sister didn't play more of a part because she was very cute and it seemed like she was fun with what she was doing with Angus. I really liked whenever she met Robbie and she licked his hand. (laughs) (laughs) She thinks she's half cat. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I thought it was, I, I guess they had to have talked about it before, but when Jazz and Tom take the little sister at the pool, so Robbie and Georgia can talk, I was like, oh, taking advantage of her friends again. She's passing Libby off. But, oh, I remember where I was going with the mom and the dad. Like you said at the beginning, you can really see the love between them. Mm-hmm. But then you see the strain that this move and this time away puts on a family. And I thought that was very realistic. Mm-hmm. They're mad at each other because they can't do anything for each other. Like it just, and then it like t- comes down on the kids a little bit. So if we're going to moment, they fall in love. I think this is one of the rare couples we're watching that I think they might actually feel love for each other. I think so too. 
I think it has something to do with like his acceptance of her faults and her just being who she is all the time. Like I know she faked a lot to get him, but I, it didn't make her less of a genuine person for whatever reason. So she, she generated these schemes to get his attention. And this is what's hard because it's like we said before, would, would this have ever happened if she was like, I lost my cat because she was always herself whenever they were. I, mm-hmm. It's like you said, you said that exactly. I think for him, I want to say like it was when he saw Lindsay push her down. Like that was his moment. He liked her before that, but he realized it was something more when he saw that because afterwards he wouldn't kiss Lindsay. I thought it was the Cheeto legs. The Cheeto legs. Yeah. (laughs) And he was so inspired by that moment that he had to kiss her. Okay. And then for her, her is tougher to me because she liked him from the beginning. That it's hard to pinpoint one moment where they fell in love. Probably when he was taking her down a notch because she started changing them. I disagree. I think it was whenever they kissed for the first time because afterwards she was talking about how she felt something deep down in her stomach. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. That makes sense. I honestly don't remember that. I it's okay. It's pretty fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, iconic scene. Um, do they stay together? Okay. No, it's high school. I agree. No, it's high school, but I think they are a contender for best teen rom-com couple and perhaps who would make it of all of them. I agree. I have like one other one. <laughs> okay. But uh, we'll, we're going to talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, iconic scene. Oh, do you have one ready? I think it's the party at the end. See, I was going to go either the beginning with the olive, with the olive, because that's very memorable. Or I was going to go the middle party where she's in the bushes and rom-com coincidence. Here come the four, because that was the center of all the tension. I suppose. Yeah, man, I just felt so bad for her in that moment. And her underwear weren't even that big. I mean, come on. No, they were regular underwear. They were like bikini cut underwear. And they were yeah. fine. They were. They weren't like granny panties. They weren't unattractive. They were cute, like white with little hearts, I think. It wasn't a thong. No. It, it, but it was completely age appropriate and yeah. outfit appropriate. Yeah. I was shocked that Angus was a cat. I thought that Angus was going to be the boy that she had a crush on. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) 
love it does that. Make it a little bit better. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. I think it kind of also like Angus represents the family, thongs represent the friends, and the snogging represents the boys. So I think it Ooh, has like the trifecta. Oh, I like that. All that English <laughs> literature stuff. Um so cringe moments. I know I think you taught you mentioned the one, which was a huge one. I also I had the slobber when she's practicing kissing. So gross. It was so disgusting. And how they called him what saliva guy afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. I also I think you're gonna disagree with me. But the end when her and Robbie kiss after Lindsay, I cringed because the screen behind them changed to having stars. Oh, I thought it was funny. The parents were there like looking lovingly. And I'm like, ooh, you're making out in front of your parents. The parents thing was weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was another cringe for me. Ooh, going back to chemistry for a quick sec. I liked the very end where they're walking and talking and having fun and dancing around. Very, like I said it not too long ago, but very age appropriate. They're just having fun in that moment. And it looks genuine. They're not making out. They're not grabbing at each other. They're just enjoying each other's company. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Good point. And the beach whenever he says that he broke with Lindsay and like, she thinks she's going to move to New Zealand and he's like, let's make the most out of what we have. I like mm-hmm. that too. Anyway, mm-hmm. do we want to talk about our tropes? Yes. So these, do you want me to just go off this list that I have and say what I think they have? Okay. Yeah. I think there's a come to Jesus moment. <sighs> um, I agree, and I, I agree with a caveat. Okay. I don't think everyone came to Jesus. I think Georgia herself did, Georgia and Jazz did, but I don't think it encompassed every character in the movie. I agree. But Georgia was the only person who I was really focusing on mm-hmm. for this. Like her whole yoga, meditation, yeah, cleansing herself of toxicities. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, we have an unpopular teen snagging a popular teen. Mm-hmm. For sure. We have the ideal teen room. She has yeah, a f- it was a cool room. Fucking loft. Yeah. Can you hear that? A little bit. Okay. That's okay, though. Yeah. Um. And would you consider those to be outrageous teen parties? So I didn't think it was outrageous because at least in the last, the last party, because the parents were there. So it wasn't out of control. There were people who were invited there. So I thought it was fine. The venue was big enough. There wasn't like drunk people, whatever. You're right. There was no alcohol use in this movie. I and the middle party even didn't bother me. Like, yeah, it was a party, but I didn't think it was inappropriate. I want to ask you if we want to add something to our rom com tropes. 
Okay, what is it? For teens especially, like a really big embarrassing moment. Oh. So there's a viral moment, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But if you look at these movies that we've done, The Duff, Kissing Booth, I don't know if To All the Boys has an embarrassing moment. Mm-mm. Mm, no, it does. Making out in a hot tub. Oh, yeah. That was the viral moment. Easy too. A. Mm-hmm. 16 Candles. The Panties. Um, Love, Simon. 10 yeah. Things I Hate About You. She's All That. Does bring yeah, bring it on. Love don't cost a thing. Can't buy me love. All of these movies have a moment where every single like the main character is embarrassed. And does it overlap with the viral moment in the in the movies that are recent? Yeah. I'll put viral moment slash embarrassing moment. I think that's good. Because Want to say you said this was two thousand eight, right? Yes. You would, you would think that they had enough cell phones, right? But again, I don't know if that's a cultural thing. Like, is it more American? I had a flip phone at that point, but that was it. Okay, so it's not recent enough. No, two thousand eight okay. is when I had my razor. Okay. Uh, pour one out for my razor. (laughs) I love that thing. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Do you have any final thoughts? I want to say at that last party, her hair and her dress were really cute. I know it was so cute. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. And age appropriate. Mm hmm. I had no idea that this was a Nickelodeon movie. Same. I was really shocked. I think it was the first Nickelodeon movie to be PG-13. There were not, there was not a lot of facts or information about this movie, so I can't add anything interesting. I really liked the girls just obsessing over like snogging and the whole sit on your hands for a while and touch your boobs. It's like (laughs) Somebody else is touching them. I was like, I kind of want to try that. What is it? It's like uh, the Dutch rudder. Whenever you're with another dude and you have your hand on your dick and the other guy's moving your hand up and down and you're doing the same for them. So it's like somebody else is jerking you off. I've never heard of that. It was in Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay. I've never watched it. We should probably do that at some point. Okay. It's good. Seth Rogen. We can't do Seth Rogen anymore. Dad doesn't approve. (laughs) I'm super pumped. James bought me his book for my birthday. (gasps) I'm so jealous. I'm saving it for our Austin trip. I don't blame you. Yeah. I have a couple books for Austin because whenever you're with your spouse for so long, there's nothing to do or talk. There's tons to do, but there's nothing to talk about. So you got to read. (laughs) (laughs) married life yay hey i'm not complaining i love it don't fucking talk to me actually the only time james does talk to me is whenever i'm reading 
that's like the like whenever he has a million things to say and i'm like are you kidding me dude are you kidding me bernard likes to do it when i'm doing my schoolwork, like my classwork and i'm like and sometimes i'll be like oh i'm so sorry i'll let you do your work then in five minutes he's back <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like classic guy thing where it's like i can't I I can't do this right now and that's when I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember those bitchy twins that they introduced? Yes, I do. Fucking their hair. Their hair was so bad. Those cornrows and the side ponies. It was weird. I guess it was supposed to make them look tough, but I don't know. That's what I thought about it. Yeah, agreed. They weren't at her party. They were at the uh, the boring Lindsay party. Oh, were they? Mm-hmm. Okay. All the all the like terrible people were at that other party. All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever read "Men Are from Mars, Women Are from Venus"? No, yeah. I remember the whole buzz about it, but I didn't read it. Do you have any final thoughts? No, just martini glasses. Thank God you remembered because I can never remember. I have one final thought, one more that I just want to ask you. Did you okay. ex- did you expect this ending? Did I expect it? No. I didn't either. I actually expected her to get with one of the other guys. Like at the very beginning, I was like, this guy's unattainable. It's not going to happen. She's going to end up with somebody else. And that's going to be like the journey. Mm-hmm. But as I, I told you, Dave, the laugh, I thought that was how that was going to end. I was shocked. I, I was very pleasantly surprised though. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he was like, you said he was really cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. Great hair. Stiff Dylan's. What does that even mean? Is it a boner joke? I, it has to be. It has to be. So I think next time you picked up the movie, right? Yes. Uh, do we want to stick with uh, England and do What a Girl Wants? Yeah, we can do that for sure. All right. So that's what's coming up next. And that's it. Martinis. Oh, damn. <laughs> I brought it up and then I forgot about it. Uh, martini glasses. I got to go like 3.5. I was going 4.5. Wow. I loved this movie. I just, it was lacking for me. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe, but I, maybe it's because you're not a cat person. <laughs> That was part of my favorite parts, though, was the cat. I I don't know. I loved it. And I was like, damn, I've been missing out on this movie for 12 years. It doesn't seem like it should have been that long ago. It's actually 13 years. Mm Mm-hmm. No, um, it says Stiff Dylan's on the soundtrack. Sorry, that's what I was looking at here. Forever Fallen in Love and Ultraviolet, Stiff Dylan's. Wow. Cool. I'll buy their album now. Shut up. <laughs> mm. 
All right, people. So until next time when we talk about teen rom-com classic What a Girl Wants, please follow rate review i literally like it, it ruins my flow every and time subscribe there you go thank you you're welcome check out our glorious website marie put a ton of work and effort into that uh you can submit emails there and it's super easy so if you have a movie recommendation if you have a drink recommendation if you have any comments from one of our moot or one of our pods definitely submit it there um we'd love to hear from you yes please we love the interaction um check out instagram i've been really bad at it lately my that's my b i've been bad at the website too i haven't done anything since we moved i mean i post like once a week on instagram it should be more but work's been really getting in the way lately and activities. <laughs> so you got to get on our web, uh, get on our podcast, get on our website, subscribe. So we don't have to do other jobs and we can just do this full time and cater to your every need and whim. Dear God, we would love it so much. Oh, mm-hmm. Instagram is toasty rom-coms at toasty rom-coms Twitter at a toast rom-coms. Um, hug your personal Angus. <laughs> I'm still looking up the band here. I think it's an actual band. All right. I mean, all those dudes look way older than teenage years. <laughs> they look like 20s with their emo haircuts. And get t-shirts made with your personal Angus. And yes. send us pictures of them. We'd yes. love to see that. I'm going to post one of my dog like right now. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, until next time. Watch up, drink up, and cheers. You really surprised me with the tone of your voice. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.